So it's it's a concept that a lot of people aren't familiar with, maybe, because it's not a very worldly view on marriage, right? You think about, well, it's two people being joined together, but you don't think about the fact that we are meant to become one in that marriage bond. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea of that is, if that bond is broken, neither of us is then whole again. Welcome to episode 11. Woo! One one! Yeah, we're in the double digits. Uh, yeah, so it's another week. And we're going to keep on going. We have something fun this week. We're going to talk about oneness. Right? Mm -hmm. And becoming one. Yeah. Yeah. We forgot to say that we're the roots. Oh yeah, we're the roots. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I do want to say something, like like an announcement, like the announcement portion of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Announcements. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put that the word announcements yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Announcements. Um, if you head on over to our Instagram, we started doing a new series. That's yeah. what you call it, of weekly challenges. So every week. We'll release a challenge um, that you guys can participate in every week, and it's going to be super fun. And we are posting updates on our story throughout the week as we're doing the challenge as well, and we'd love to see how everybody else is doing on their challenge if they want to tag us in it. So Yeah. If you don't follow us on Instagram yet, our, our uh, handle will be down in the podcast notes. Yep. So. Awesome. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. Oneness. Oneness. What do you have to say about um, it's It's a fun concept because our what we do when we get married is we are two people becoming one, right? That's mm -hmm. the whole idea of marriage in the Bible. Yeah. And, so, and when we say becoming one, we don't mean sex. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, part, that's of part of it, it, but that's not the part we're focusing on. Right. Yeah, it has it has a deeper meaning than just you're going to, yeah, do that. Because oh, <laughs> becoming one isn't just, hey, we did it, therefore we're one. Right. It's like, it's a constant thing that you need to keep up. It's not a, like, check that off my list, we are now one. It's something that everyone is always aiming towards their whole marriage, and no one's ever going to reach it, but you can get closer and closer and closer. Absolutely. So, sorry if I cut you off. No, I just no, felt like okay. I needed to put that in there. That's all right. So it's it's a concept that a lot of people aren't familiar with, maybe, um, because it's not a very worldly view on marriage, right? Mm -hmm. You don't you think about well, it's two people being joined together, but you don't think about the fact that we are meant to become one in that marriage bond, mm -hmm. and the whole idea of that is. If that bond is broken, neither of us is then whole again. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so that's why you get so much, there's so much pain when it comes to separation from marriage. And I would say there's even pain from, I mean, obviously there's pain from at, when you've been dating someone and you break up. There's pain with that because you were growing some sort of bond. Mm -hmm. And that bond is to move into 
our oneness bond yeah. as a married couple. And so no matter what, we're going to, if, if you two come apart, you then are both broken and it's really hard to, you're never going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the whole point of this podcast. Um, the biggest thing was separating from our families. Yeah. Right. The so. whole concept of once you get married, um, you're forming your own family. You're not joining into another family. Yes. I think that's something that a lot of people make the mistake of is we get married. And so therefore I'm joining your family and you're joining my family. Right. And I'm not saying that's not true. There's an aspect of that. That shouldn't be the most important thing. And it is to most people. Yes. The most important thing should be we're getting married. Yes, that means you're joining my family and I'm joining your family. But above all of that, we're making our own new family. Right. Yeah. And it's it becomes a real challenge with um, traditions, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, because every everyone grows up with different traditions in their family, right? And so you have to be really careful with um, defining those traditions for yourselves creating new traditions for your own family and figuring out how what things are we going going to participate in in our in each of our extended families is what we're going to call them right our parents essentially Mm -hmm. and it's a real challenge especially like around the holidays and stuff we've heard some really different and hard things that people have chosen to do and it's like that's how they make it work, right? Yeah. I feel like we still haven't totally figured all that out yet. No, and it's um, going to change as as our life changes. Yeah. I think we've done a lot of, especially Christmas, we don't spend much time as our you, me family, and mm-hmm. we make sure to fit in everything that all of our extended family wants to do to make sure they're happy. Right. Yeah, and it's not that we don't love doing all of the activities with all of our family, but there's, there's a certain value you get with, um, just doing your own thing as your own family unit. Yeah. Um, and kind of creating that life that you want desire. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, it's, we've tried to navigate it the best we can. It's hard sometimes, and I think it, it'll probably change this year, and when we have kids, it'll probably change after that, and yeah, it'll be continue to evolve, and we'll have to reevaluate every year, like, how do we, how do we do this? Yeah. 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 I've definitely, going back to Christmas a little bit, because I feel like that's where I see it the most. Yeah. It's the most obvious. I, almost every year, I just think, like... It, it becomes very obvious that we're not a family, you and me. We're part of each other's families. And In that aspect, yeah. That needs to change a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just exaggerated in that part of the year. Yeah. Right? Because we do, we do a yeah. lot of stuff on our own. Yeah, I shouldn't have said we're not a family, you and me. Right. But, like, when holidays come around and things become really important to other people. We don't prioritize our own family. We make sure all of those other people are happy and got to do all the activities they wanted to do right. and got to celebrate the way they wanted to celebrate. And then we go 
either there's no time left for us or we go, we just spent three days of Christmas fitting in all of our family. I'm too exhausted to spend another day just you and me trying right. to celebrate Christmas. And so it doesn't happen. Yeah. And the challenge is like, it's that was a choice we made, yeah. right? You could make a choice to say, nope, we're not doing stuff with the family. If you guys want to give us gifts, great. But otherwise, we're just doing stuff on our own. Yeah. Right. And we we know people that have chosen to do that. But family is really important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're both really close with our families. And so we are trying to fit that in and try and figure that part out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not something that. We've totally figured out yet, so I can't give you all the answers, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, it's just something where we just, we need to be more aware of it. Not that it's bad to do, um, spend time with our family, but especially knowing my personality and being a people pleaser, I'll be like, oh, whatever, whatever everyone else wants. It yeah. doesn't matter if there's any time left for me as long as everyone else is happy. And really, I should say, yes, we can totally fit in your stuff after we are able to get our own family time in because the you and me family should be the most important family to you and me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's easier for us to dismiss it right now because we don't have kids. Yeah. Right? And so it feels less like... Well, we need to, we need to do experiences for our kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there's still a ton of value when it's just you and me, yeah. because we we need that mm-hmm. in order to grow as a family. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this wasn't meant to be a Christmas podcast. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I just that's the best example I can think of. Yeah. Um, what are some? Do you have any like tips or suggestions of things that people, little things people can do to um, try to grow at, in oneness as a family? There's the two of them. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is learning to say no to our families. Um, just people in general too. Uh, well, like just friends, to anyone. Family. Yeah. Learning to not take on every obligation or mm-hmm. every <laughs> request for your time, essentially, yeah. right? And we need to build in time for each other mm-hmm. um, and our whole family. If you, you know, if people have kids, right, mm-hmm. um, learning to build in that time where it's like, you know, we have 10 people asking for our attention. We need to make sure that we are putting our attention into ourselves. Mm-hmm. So learning to say no, I think is a big one. Yeah. Even we are struggling to figure out stuff i am not good at saying no (laughs) right because we just want to do everything and because of our position and like not working a regular job every day we feel like oh well we can adjust our schedule to do that but what Mm -hmm. ends up happening is work gets neglected or our family gets neglected yeah yeah how about you um i would say for anything that comes up, your first thought should be of your spouse. Yeah. And, um, like, I wonder what they want to do. Let me talk to them first. Let me... Yeah, kind of going back to... Yeah. Was that our first episode? Where it's like, let me talk to my spouse yeah. first? 
So think of them first and then use that thought of them as a way to communicate with them instead of me saying, hey, my family asked us if we could go to dinner. Um, Is that okay with you? Are you up for that? That's a better thing to say than, hey, my family asked us to go to dinner. I said, yes, we're going tonight. Right. I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, And our... Our family, our our parents have been really good at that, and our siblings, I guess. Yeah. About recognizing that we've created that pattern where we check in with each yeah. other a lot. There are some things that we don't, and we then it actually often creates conflict mm-hmm. because it's like you didn't check in with me on that, and yeah. so there's definitely that. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. I think also you need to always put your spouse first. If your spouse is saying, I'm really exhausted, I really need to go home, you need to put their needs before your own and before everybody else's. Yeah. Instead of saying, I'm not ready to go home or "Um, I still need to do this or, you know, being listening to them and still make you need to make them your number one yeah your number two that's <laughs> number one you need to make them your number two and little things like oh no i'm not ready to go home is gonna push them lower and lower down on your list yeah for sure um so things like that and i know you've made that clear to me when i've said um i'm really not up for going tonight you you need to still go because it's your family and you'll say no yes they are my family but you're you're my number one family right and if you're not going then i'm not going either right and there are certain times where you do go where it's like um, this is really important. this is important and, and i'm not we at least ha- need to have a presence there yeah whatever. and yeah. i'm not gonna be mad at you but there's times where it's like if you just say i don't care what you think i'm going you do whatever you want like, that's not oneness. That's you two living two separate lives. For sure. And you need to live your lives together. Yeah. So it's not, you do what you want, I do what I want, but we live together. <laughs> yeah. Am I explaining that well enough? Yeah, it is. It makes sense. So I feel like that comes up often where it's like, we're married, but um, I still want to be independent. I don't want to lose my independence. So I'm just going to do what I want. You right. just do what you want. Yeah, but you then, shouldn't sign. Shouldn't have signed on the dotted line if you wanted to be independent. Independent. Yeah, it just it starts <laughs> to separate you. Yeah, it does. So, not saying you have to do everything together, but like if I'm sick and I can't go to a family dinner because I'm sick, you shouldn't be like, "Well, that sucks for you. It's my family. I'm going." Right. You should probably say, um, you know, I'm not going to go either because you're more important and I need to, I want to stay home and be with you. Yeah. Or even just checking in and saying, are you, are you feeling well enough that you are okay just to hang out with the dogs and just be, or do you need me to here to take care of you? And some of that takes a certain level of honesty. Of course. From Um, both sides. From both sides saying, you know, I really, I do need you to stay home with me. Yeah. Or like... It's okay if you go. Mm-hmm. And you need to mean it when you say it. You can't say it's okay if you go and then be mad and resent them later because yeah. you said it was okay, so you need to be okay with it right. because you said that. Yeah. And so, when you're talking about being honest with ourselves, I think um, we all have this self-talk where it's like 
we try and justify the other person's actions and it's like oh maybe you know some of us where it's like maybe my feelings don't matter that much and i just yeah get, yeah because I, I get it stuck in my head a lot it's like oh it's your family you need to be there for them because they need you because you're you're their family yeah but i wasn't born into that family so i'm not as important so it doesn't matter if i'm there or not exactly kind of thing yeah and that's a a toxic way of thinking that i need to learn how to break (laughs) yeah we're taking steps to move forward in that yeah yeah are there some um exercises or habits that we can put in place to um help with in our oneness with each other in our bond Mm. does that make sense yeah um be thing definitely putting your spouse above yourself yeah because Being selfless yeah yeah um it's easy to put yourself above everybody else but to put your spouse above everybody else especially with i think it's harder with your own family people you I mean you grew up with them mm-hmm. and now suddenly there's this other person that you need to put first it's it's hard yeah, because sure. there's a certain way that you're used to doing things. Like you grew up a certain way, I grew up a certain way, that's what we're used to. And then suddenly it's all different. You kind of yeah. need to start from scratch. Yeah. You can't be like, "Oh, well this is the way I do things. This is the way my family do things does things because you're not your family anymore." Yeah. Now with little things like when you first get married, right? Mm-hmm. There are little things when we are living start living together right it's like oh i never thought about doing it that way or my my mom never did that that way and then yeah. i think well maybe i'll try and do it that way mm-hmm. and it's like wow i really like doing whatever that is right yeah maybe it's like using a sponge for dishes instead of a brush right that's mm-hmm. a big one <laughs> that yeah. a lot of people are like i don't know you know do you grow up in a sponge family or brush family <laughs> I grew up in a brush family. I grew up in a sponge family. See. And what do we have now? Uh, a hybrid sponge. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically a sponge. Yeah. And much. we have a brush that we don't use very often. I have but a, it's there. I have a bottle brush because my hands don't fit for like mm-hmm. cups and bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, one of the big practice I think practices I think for us probably one like number one Mm -hmm. is praying together really bonds us yeah in a special way yeah like praying out loud both of you being able to pray together yeah um it really i don't know it solidifies this bond and i think a big part of it is if both of us are able to be vulnerable in that space yeah and you know we're just coming to god together in uh, we're both exhausted and we just i don't know feel that weight and we want to carry that weight together and seeing each other bring our problems to god Mm -hmm. um helps us have more confidence in each other yeah yeah prayer is a very vulnerable act yes and doing it together authentic prayer i want to add yeah you know you can have the standard things that you hear everyone pray like at meals and stuff but it's not the same yeah that's not what we're talking about yeah 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's a good point because, you know, there are things where um, you sit down and go. Have you ever gone to a new house and you sit down and the family's like, let's pray. And then they like all recite like the same thing, like it's a script. It's so awkward. And you're like the awkward one sitting there like. Silent. "Uh, I I don't know what we're saying. I don't know the script. (laughs) What? Yeah. You know, it's still a good habit to pray, but. That's not vulnerable prayer. Right. That's not you just sitting down and having a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, prayer. I think also praying by yourself specifically for your spouse. Yeah, that's something we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, Did we talk about on a podcast we didn't or just talk, together? Just together. We could make a We mentioned doing a sh- like a TikTok about it, but um, the big thing was like, there's so much. The best thing I can do for you is mm-hmm. pray for you, mm-hmm. right? That can be better than me serving you in a tangible way. Yeah. Because even if I don't tell you, hey, I prayed for you, um, no. Because you need the words of affirmation, you love it when I do that. Maybe. But the point is, God can do so much more than I ever can. And so why can't I, why shouldn't, like, why should I choose not to pray Yeah. for you when, like, you are my life, right? Mm-hmm. So. You're number two. Yeah, number two. <laughs> yeah. Number one fam. <laughs> number one fam number two in my life <laughs> we put that on a t-shirt yeah <laughs> yeah I think prayer is, is really important I kind um, of hijacked your point there sorry no I it's okay yeah don't remember what I just know I'm talking about prayer yeah I'm trying to think of other things that are um, um doing difficult things together mm is something that helps you bond to one another it can be hard because it can create conflict like um when we work out together Mm -hmm. you hate working out and okay it depends on what the workout is if we're going to the gym lifting weights you hate it no i like it it's just really hard and i don't like hard things right when we're (laughs) when we're in there you act like you're dying it feels really good but you try to make me lift close to the amount of weight that you lift, and I can't do that. No, I don't. Not even close. Well, sometimes it feels like it. <laughs> I just feel really pathetic working out with you because I, like, get to my max, and you can, like, pick it up with one finger. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. so weak. But anyway, the, the point is uh, it can create conflict, but if you are able, you know, if you have the tools to work through that conflict, mm-hmm. um doing hard things together is super it's a great way to bond together yeah right that's why like team building exercises they have you do a difficult task that you have to work as a team Mm -hmm. together now working out we don't have to work as a team necessarily we can do our own things but being able to assist each other and teach each other different things and whatever that's a super it's a bonding experience for us we don't do it enough because yeah it's hard but yeah i think another thing would be 
intentionally creating your own traditions. It's not mm-hmm. something we focus that much on. And Tra- I, traditions aren't important to me. So I know, but a lot of times I feel like I wait for a tradition to fall into place instead oh, of okay. making a tradition. And so, and I, I'm big on traditions. I like traditions. Right. My family has a lot of traditions, like especially around the holidays. Um, but then when it comes to the holidays, that's where it gets hard and confusing because we don't have many traditions of our own. And it's important to me. I fall back into my family traditions and this is the way we do it. And, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't... I feel like that's not really something you should say that often. This is the way that we do it. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. it's... You're not... You're not part of that family anymore in a sense. No. Like, when um, we go over to your parents for Christmas, mm-hmm. your parents do certain things yeah. for Christmas time. And it's like, this is the way we've always done it. And, and I'm okay with that. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not going to let... Um, you know, when, if they were to say, they don't say this, uh, thankfully, but if they were to say, you guys need to be here Christmas morning for most of the day, and we're going to do all these things, I, we have the choice to say no. We have the choice to say, you know what, this year we're going to do Christmas morning by ourselves, or this year, Mm -hmm. whatever, right? Yeah. And um, we have that choice. Obviously, it can be hard with families and how to navigate that that relationship but it's for the greater good right because the reality is this is most important Mm -hmm. right yeah so but my point was if you are intentional in creating new traditions you therefore have to get out of your this is what we do and create something new and say this is what you me do now yeah that makes sense and like creating new traditions not picking and choosing mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I think that could be a helpful way to like create something new between the two of you. Yeah. That's yours and not coming from somewhere else. Yeah. And I would say to parents of young adults, right? People parents of people our age that may be getting married, maybe just in college and they're not getting married or they're not married or whatever. Um, maybe think about loosening the reins a little bit on some of the traditions that your family built around, you know, over the years and recognizing, you know, our family is going to change Yeah. as our kids move out and get married and have kids. That's all going to change. Yeah. Right. And so just having some grace mm-hmm. and recognizing that. That change is okay. Yeah. Change is hard a lot of times, and that's why people don't like it. Right. Um, but when you get married, there is a lot of change, and you can't avoid it. That's yeah. how it is, and you've got to learn how to deal with it and embrace it. And, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um what about what more about oneness? Oneness. Oh, oh, we forgot a really important one. Okay. We have to have sex regularly to build our oneness. Yeah. yeah. Regularly, like every single day. Every single if day. If you are a good 
Christian couple, you are having sex every day. At least. No, you are not. (laughs) I mean, if you want to, go for it. Yeah. I am not going to stand in your way. (laughs) But that's... That's a myth. You don't have to have sex every single day for it to be a good, healthy relationship. Right. And I don't think a relationship should be built on sex in the first place. No, it's not about building it on sex, yeah. but it's it it's a bonding experience. Everyone knows that. Yeah, it's right? another it's another one of those really intimate things. And I would put prayer and sex like in the same category of Oh interesting. Okay. Of they're just more intimate activities. Right. With Not the, saying they're the exact same, but Yeah, because of the the amount of intimacy and vulnerability that are required yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good perspective. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. I remember it took us several months, if not a year or two after we got married, to really like feel comfortable praying together. We didn't really even pray together at all when we got married. Right. No, it wasn't a it, habit that we... It was we... uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yep, that's, that was the big one I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. Sex is important. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Not every day. Once a week, but... we, I think, is valuable. Yeah. It does... I think once a week is a good goal, if you're not there. Yeah. Um, good, healthy sex does make you feel closer to your spouse. Yes. And I don't know. I've I've never heard any other way. Like maybe there is there's a way that good healthy sex won't bring you closer to your spouse. I don't know, but I have never heard of that perspective and I can't <laughs> think of an example. So Yeah. Someone can give me a reasonable example of that someday, then I will take that back. But <laughs> <laughs> No take backsies. No take backsies. <laughs> Good healthy sex brings you closer to your partner. Yes. Your spouse. It does. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's definitely something to be said about um the power of of the bond that's created when you have intercourse. Right? The power of sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. Other, you know, there's emotional and spiritual and um, obvi- obviously physical and oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of pieces that go into how you actually are connected with yeah. your partner. Sex is a a bonding thing. Yeah. That's why it can be so dangerous. Absolutely. Because I don't even know where we heard that from. I've heard it so many times. But just the act of having sex bonds you to whatever it is. That's why porn is such an issue. Because mm-hmm. you're creating a bond with the person video, essentially. Yeah, or yeah. an inanimate object that you yeah. can't, you know. Yeah. And so that's why it's also really hard for um, people who have sex with all sorts of people to finally like settle down and be in a good relationship because they pieces of them are not there anymore exactly yeah so yeah i think that's a pretty good yeah i think it's just important to you know just even spend time with your spouse it creates oneness Mm -hmm. um 
where I'm going with that, I saw on Facebook one time someone posted something um, about... There was like someone that shared a post that someone else posted. Mm-hmm. And the post said something about like, when I get married, I want us to have two separate bedrooms. Oh, I saw that. And I show you yeah. that. I was about, I want us to have two separate bedrooms. And then we have the freedom to make our own rooms how we want. And, and you know, be, be ourselves and um, not have this obligation that we have to sleep together every night or the, yeah. the room has to look a certain way because he wants it or she wants it. And so we have our own spaces to do what we want to do. And the person I am friends with that shared it was like, oh my gosh, I think this is such a great idea. This is what I want to do someday. And I just read it and I was like, Oh my word. It almost hurts you. Yeah, it was like, that is such, that, it's so far away from how marriage is supposed to be. That idea. The point of getting married isn't so you can be separated. Yeah. The point of being married is so you can be one and be together. And doing things separate like that isn't going to, bring you together no it'll actually it creates opportunities for satan to get into your yeah yeah. and it's not gonna make a stronger marriage it's gonna make a weaker marriage because you're not together yeah so i'm not saying you can't spend time apart apart you can't have your own spaces i think it's cool to have your own space like a part time is important yeah like um I know plenty of people were like the husband, the garage is his space that he gets to do what he wants with. That's his space. And the wife has her own office or craft room yep. um, that she gets to do what she wants. But like, especially the bedroom, it's just another one of those intimate spots where it's like, this is where we sleep together. This is where we you know, yeah. do it together. <laughs> this most, is most of the time, you know, um, <laughs> that's an important place to to be together yeah and so i i just that hit me really wrong i was like oh gosh like you you don't know what you're talking about do you yeah kind of related to that men don't care what their bedrooms look like so from a man's perspective that's ridiculous about uh decorating your room does some men care though Maybe. I mean, you probably wouldn't... I haven't met one yet. You probably wouldn't be happy if I decorated it all in flowers. Like that episode of Last Man where he came home and from a trip and his wife had um, redone the bedroom and put like this flowery quilt and he was like, what happened to my man stuff? It looks too girly in here. I just... I think there's some guys that do care about it. Yeah, but they won't... You just don't care about stuff. They won't just, like, do it all up exactly the way they want. Yeah, but it's our space, and it should be yeah. a space that we both feel comfortable in. Yes. And a space that we both enjoy, and I... With the correct ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> I try really hard to, especially in our bedroom, not pick what I want, but pick something that we both agree on. Yeah. So, like, if I'm picking a new bedspread, I won't go, I really like this one, I'm getting this one. I'll say... Do you like this one or between these two? Which one do you like better? Or right. And a lot of times you don't pick the same one that I would pick first. <laughs> That's okay. We'll compromise and get one that we both like. Yeah. Because it's both of our room. 
that we share because we're one. Mm-hmm. We're one. So, see, anyway. See, look. Yes. One. <laughs> we're holding just... hands, by the way, if you're just listening to the audio. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to bring that up as an example. That I is was a good like, example. It's obscene. If, if that's the way you're thinking, you're missing the entire point of marriage. Yeah. The whole point. Yeah. For sure. What's the point of even getting married anyway? What's the point? So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you have anything else to add to that? Um, uh, do oneness things. <laughs> do oneness things. Even if that means each other. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear... If anyone has any other good ideas of ways to build oneness. Oh, yeah. I feel like we gave a couple examples, but I'm sure some people have other things that they've, like, we've tried, been like, we've tried this and it works for us, or... Maybe some, yeah, just some other ideas that make you feel more connected and make you feel, yeah, for sure. Um, If you are listening to audio only, you can't just comment. So reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook tiktok for on our website there's a contact section yes you can email us from our website yeah so yeah awesome anyway that's about it Mm -hmm. yeah growing oneness yep what's the opposite of oneness uh apartness (laughs) i was gonna say isolation but yeah yeah separation Mm -hmm. not good stuff all the bad things yeah Okay, we're going to stop now. Okay. Bye then. Bye.